President Trump's legal team presses forward as he insists he will win the election. Businesses and religious organizations rebel against tyrannical government COVID restrictions. And Governor Cuomo gets an Emmy for his outstanding performance during the pandemic. You're listening to the largest and fastest growing Republican podcast in Rhode Island. I'm Matt Tremblay. And I'm Colin Cronin. And this is Rhode Island Reds, the podcast. I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start a flame in your heart. What a fitting song, huh, Colin? I just want to make you a Republican. I don't know if that's going to work out. Big thanks to my buddy Carlos. He's in the studio with us tonight, hanging out. You'll hear him giggling in the background. He's He tipped us off to, off to the song. It's pretty good, man. He's back there oh, geeking out right now. He's geeking out. Glad you like it. We're always geeking out around here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Episode 11, Rhode Island Reds, the podcast. Yeah, we're, uh, yeah, revolting. We're, the revolt. The revolt. We're calling this one the revolt. The revolt. We're revolting. What are we revolting against? Or are we revolted, Colin? Which I think one? I think some people are standing up against the governor and her uh, her like little mini tyranny here, where she just gets on a stage and tells you to do this and that for no good reason. So yeah, it's good well, to see some she's businesses following stand the science. up. She's yeah. following oh, the, the science. science. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard the the new Gina science? What's the Gina um method? The Gina method is let's just uh, you know close businesses. There's no link at all that there is any spread of COVID nineteen. Yeah, so all their all even their own data says that there's no contact tracing proving it goes back to gyms. But what did she do? What was the gene of science on that one? Close the gyms. Close the gyms. Close the gyms. So no COVID coming out of gyms transferred to gyms. Um, no, no, no. You know the the places that people go to get healthy and yeah. stay healthy, build your immune, build system. your immune system to fight, build maybe muscles, disease. Yep. and get rid of fat. Yeah, you know we wouldn't want that. We want our state nice and fat and lazy. Everyone just get on the couch, pull out your phone, don't Is see. laziness a pre-existing condition? Oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You can't get you can't get your uh your surgery, sorry buddy. Pre-existing. But um <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so people are standing up. We're loving it. Um I, there's only a few, the few the proud, but I think there's going to be more. We're going to see a lot of this. There was one recently in New York City. I don't know if you heard about this. Yeah. But a New York City, I think it was a Staten Island or something. Uh, yeah, one Staten, of the bars. Staten Island bar. It yeah, it's Max called Max Public House. Yeah, Max Public House. Standing up. What, is, what happened? What happened? You told me he got dragged out of there by state officials the other day. I didn't. I didn't I even don't hear know this. If he yet. was kicking and screaming. I heard they were cooperative, and but he did get arrested. So got this arrested is a man who for running his business. Yeah. So Cuomo put the restrictions on. Said, yeah, no, no um, bars. You can't. You know, food has to be to go. You can't sit down. Whatever it was, right? Because New York City runs these little zones where there's like an orange zone and a red zone and a yellow zone. It depends on how much COVID infestation there is, right? Yeah. With a positivity rate over seventy. Yeah. Rolling uh, average, yeah. and, or and a few blocks in New York. A bunch City. of stuff they do. They do all the stuff that convoluted it all to to make people like not understand it. I feel you know like they try kinda, to confuse the crap out of you. Yeah, hundred percent. And the weird thing about these little zones is that there you could you could be a restaurant could be open like two blocks away. Like it's like okay, well that's a yellow zone, so you can go. COVID's right, not right, over there, right. two blocks away. It's here. Right. So they've got this one, this one shut down. So this guy said, you know what? I'm gonna do what they did in Portland with the Chaz and the Chop zones, and he said, <laughs> I'm gonna just make my bar an, an autonomous zone. That's it. Police not allowed. 
St- you know, Max state Public House Autonomy. M M P H as. So the guy the guy puts together this this little sign says autonomous zone, and he uh and yeah he stays open. He says you know what I'm gonna stay open. I'm gonna stay safe. There's and no he, one. He, mind you, he followed all the COVID protocols put in place by the state and by the health department. I mean he, he followed all the rules. Yeah, Daniel Presti. Um, so he was arrested. He's the owner. Um, they 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 pulled him out of there. They went in there, right? So this is how 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 all this stuff went down. This was a little a little wild. So undercover plainclothes officers go into this guy's bar because what he's doing as a loophole is he's actually giving you free beer and food, but you have to donate to get your free beer. Well, you don't have to donate. He's asking for he's donations. Asking donate. So there's not any tr- actual transaction going on. So there's therefore no laws apply, right? Yeah, there's no business. There's so no business that's happening. a good, good loophole. Good loophole, right? The guy was thinking on his, thinking on, he was, he's on his, you know, on his toes. He's like, you know, yeah, let, yeah. Let, let's smart. Go with this. He's smart. smart guy, right? Just like that other bar in New York City, they would sell chips. They would say, if you're going to be drinking at the bar, you got to be eating. You have to be eating. So he'd, he'd just sell people potato chips. Say, hey, you want some chips? Yeah, exactly. Nachos and chips, and they're all drinking, getting <laughs> hammered with nachos and chips. So no, so there's all these people trying these loopholes, and this guy, um, plain, cold, plain clothed officers, imagine this, go in, they eat and drink, and then they give him his donation. And then they arrest him. Are you kidding me? You didn't yeah. tell me that that's how it went down. I didn't want to tell you. I wanted. I was to working. Was to be fair, you were doing your research. Yeah. I was working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I run the show here. <laughs> I do all the legwork and match just uh, kind of. I ad lib everything. When we first started doing that, Colin would like send me documents back and forth via email. And be like, "Well, you gonna add any notes?" I'm like, "No, dude. I'm just gonna ad lib it." You know, uh, like, I only do all day is watch and news point. and read and read and read. But whatever. Yeah, yeah you got to you got to have something man. I mean I, I did the headlines today whatever. So can you imagine this so this guy now gets put in jail. I don't know if it was you know overnight or whatever. The guy you guys and his lawyers there. His lawyers there. At at the bar while this happens and he gets arrested. And he gets he doesn't get it. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't get arrested but he got a uh, summons. Really? He he got as good as arrested which was a summons. So it's like show up to court. But still, the other guy gets arrested. So now I want you to imagine um you're in the United States of America, right? And we're in a time right now where you can get dragged out of your own business. Now, the charge is trespassing because they officially shut the bar down. He wouldn't leave, and now it's trespassing. So they pull him out of his own establishment, which he owns, charge him with trespassing. Does this sound like um, communist China it when they were pulling like people? Russia. When they were pulling people out of their, out of their homes own homes, yeah, out and of their saying, own homes. Uh, so, yeah, hey, you no, gotta we, go, you gotta go to this place and hang out in this little locked this cage. Room yeah, exactly. You gotta and go cough all them. over. You can cough all over this place. Yeah, yeah. So we've got these ridiculous rules. Like, and, and mind you, two blocks away from this bar that this man got arrested at, you can go eat and drink. Two blocks away, because they're, well, they're in a different yellow. zone. They're, they're different, yellow like yellow zone. They're not, or whatever. Yeah, they're not orange, dude. But now that, but that just goes to show you guys, if you're not seeing this as tyranny right now. I mean, I don't know what you're seeing this is. Do you think this is for public health? You think they care? Because <laughs> all those people at that bar, what they're going to do is just all go to their friend's house, whatever. The COVID's still going to be spreading. It's n- it, This isn't going to stop it. You're not going to stop it by stopping COVID at 10 p.m., no bars. The restaurants themselves brought up really good points about this. If you stop serving at 10 p.m., it just means people are going to come earlier and it's gonna, they're going to be packed in here and we're going to have more people. So you're going to spread COVID worse. You'd right. rather spread them out throughout the day. Don't restrict the hours on restaurants because now we, if you don't, we can spread out the people right. throughout different yeah. times. <laughs> now so we're packing smart. the restaurant. I mean, right. the, the restauranteers know what they're doing. Let them do it and let them do it safe. We've got these people, I mean, governors, you know, Cuomo, uh, we're going to talk about him a little later, how he won an Emmy. He won an Emmy. The guy was sending COVID patients into nursing homes and And people were dying as a result and he wins an Emmy. Yeah. 
come on, man. This is getting this is getting out of control. Crazy. Little, little, little thing from Carlos back there. No one heard it, but <laughs> yeah, no Carlos one can hear it. Carlos hear mumble. is pissed back there too. He's like, "Yeah, man." No, he's not. No, he's not. We got our first. Uh, I think our first Democrat over here. Guest, guest You'll hear him grumbling in the Honorable background Democrat. a little bit. I hate that. No, no border wall. <laughs> Oh, uh, Kyle, he's going to tackle you in the middle of the episode. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, so we got that guy standing up. We have a local business standing up, too. You were talking a little bit about them. Max Fitness, M-A-X-X Fitness, you know? Yeah. Uh, looks like they're keeping the doors open. Yeah, they're saying, you know what? Whatever, fine us. I think they get like a fi- they got like a $500 fine. They're going to get fined. Yeah, they're saying, ahead. nope, nope, nope. So he, so it's good, though. The police because- won't shut him down. Right, right. So this is what's really good. When this stuff starts happening and the police start saying, you know what? We're not going to enforce these rules. That's when you know it's tyranny. I mean, the New York police, I can't believe even went in and arrested that guy. I they can. should have said, no, I can. we're not going to do that. Um, you know, you never know what's going on there. But with Rhode Island, if we see a guy, you know, if if Gina makes someone go in and arrest someone and pull him out, there, there's going to be repercussions, man. I really don't think Rhode right. Island's going to stand for it. No, Are you going to no. stand people out there? Are you going to stand for someone getting ripped out of their home or business because nope. of this? No. I really hope not. I really hope people start start standing up. And um, we got to get this going. So Matt and I talked. We were going to get involved in the community, maybe go around to some restaurants and go around to some businesses and get a little petition going to basically say, unionize and just kind of get together and say no we're, we're standing up we're done with it done with restrictions yeah so i think it could work out we could get maybe some some large areas maybe not the whole state but large areas right yeah join in and, to say, join hey, in and say no we're done because when's yep i mean here's a for instance we got a local restaurant around here i'm not going to name them um but in my in my area and uh you know they're really really small 33 percent capacity they could, they could have five tables so they shut their doors and they're doing takeout only you know, and what, what does that do to these servers and people that rely on, on coming to work to make money, you know, cash, especially, I mean, um, these people are out of work or they're, they're making far, far less money now, um, off of tips from takeout. It's just not the same. And, um, you know, at a certain point, these business owners are going to get fed up. Yeah, we know. So I, honestly, I think people on the left and right, we're all, we're all done with it. Just stop. Just stop. Just stop. Just stop. But let's roll into our next part here. We're going to talk a little bit because, you know, the election stuff's ongoing and it's it's kind of hard to drop the subject. We had a podcast on it, but it's really a lot going on. And if people aren't paying attention like the freaks like Matt and I just watching <laughs> news all day, then they're going to miss a lot. So we're going to play some clips. Yeah, we got a little bit here. Um, the last couple of weeks, we've seen some state legislatures hold these special sessions um, and these special hearings to cover exactly this topic. So most recent, most recent one was uh, last night in Michigan. Um, and some of the stuff that they're talking about here is pretty serious, Colin, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's eye-opening for sure. Let's, let's roll it out. Let's go. So my name is Christy Klamer. I'm a registered voter from Oakland County. I was a poll challenger at TCF on November 3rd from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. And November 4th from 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 a.m. on November 5th. I was there for a total of 35 hours. In those 35 hours, I experienced the chain of custody being broken in many different ways. I'm gonna focus on three of them. Around 7.30 a.m. on November 3rd, over the microphone, everyone was asked how many Republican poll workers there were by a show of hands. When announced there were two, I looked around and couldn't see any hands going up from where I was sitting. Wait a second, so they're sitting there and they're like, okay, all you racists, raise your hand. 
Yeah, all you Republican, <laughs> all, all you, you Republican uh, poll watchers, where are you at? Raise your hands. Where are you at? We oh, need to know none. where you're at. There's none. Hmm, interesting. Not having at least one re- uh, Republican poll worker at the 134 tables made it impossible for ballots to be duplicated legally. Also, there were no Republican poll workers to see the ballots being secured at the end of the process as well. Almost all the poll workers were told that they could go home at 11.30, this is on November 4th, p.m., even though none of the ballots were secured until hours after that. Tables with ballots were left unattended and not secure. And even at the end of the night, when they were pretty much wrapping up, um, I went, just started going through every single one of them, and there was eight that were locked, but they were not locked. We made sure they were locked. I think it was unintentional, um, but concerning. Also, I witnessed 46 ballots get put in manually, meaning they were not in the electronic system and they were not in the paper poll books. I recorded each name and ballot number along with how they had the birth date of 1-1-1900. I witnessed majority of these ballots being entered between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. on November 4th. I was unable to challenge a ballot due to the consistent intimidation, harassment, and verbal attacks throughout the day. Interesting. 43 ballots, all with the birth date of one one. 1900. Hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's going to be other batches. We've heard this in all different states. For yeah, we've heard reason. thousands. It's, like the, it's the default birthday you get when it's there's like, no birthday there's entered. No birthday. When there's no birthday entered, right? You know, person's probably not real. Crazy. This came from Democrat challengers, independents, a lawyer, team leaders, supervisors. I was threatened to be escorted out by a Democrat lawyer. I have a very different perspective on how secure our elections are, experiencing all that I did. It's very disturbing and disheartening. As you've heard today, there is much credible evidence that the chain of custody was broken time and time again, which created an election with no integrity. Michigan citizens are needing to trust our election system in our state. We are asking you, asking for a fair, only asking for a fair and honest election to be certified. Thank you for listening. Could hear the nerves in her voice. Yeah, she got worked <laughs> up there at the end. I mean, these people are pro- these people are heated, man, and I don't blame them. Um, you know, I, I I wasn't a poll watcher. I didn't see any of this stuff. If I had, uh, I'd be making a lot of noise. I'm volunteering to be a poll watcher. Literally. Next time, a hundred percent. I am going to watch every election on. I'm, on I'm the go gonna forward. be one of those guys. No question. All right, here's the second one. Uh, this girl says that she was, you know, um, illegally. She witnessed. You know, essentially, there were ballots that were partially filled out or not filled out appropriately that were given to Democrats. Very interesting. Listen to yeah, this testimony. This was weird. This is a weird one. I was a poll challenger at the TCF Center on Monday, November 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. On November 4th, early in the morning, I was standing at the adjudication table and a ballot came across the screen. The ballot had a straight party ticket vote for both the Democrat and the Republican. It was a filled in circle, which is an intentional mark. It's not a dash, it's not a dot. When the ballot came across the screen, there was no other marks, none of the judges, none of the other ballot proposals had been voted on. The poll worker then said, I think I'm gonna give it to the Democrats. That's absolutely absurd. That is illegal. The vote should have been tossed out. At that moment, I said, absolutely not, I'm gonna challenge this. So I go get her supervisor. And then her supervisor defers to her and says, well, what do you think? And I'm like, well, what do you think? It doesn't matter what you think, it's the law. Our feelings, our emotions, our thoughts are totally irrelevant, you follow the law. Really interesting right there, what she's saying, um, you know, essentially that there were some ballots that they were seeing that had both circles filled out for both, you know, uh, Joe Biden and the Green Party candidate, Joe Jorgensen. Um, And they were like, oh, we'll we'll just give it to Biden. 
yeah. but then we're intentional Marcus put in there and she's saying no listen that is illegal you can't just take that and count it as a vote for Joe Biden even though it had the circle filled out for him it had two circles filled out that is invalid it gets thrown in the trash and that is the law doesn't matter how you feel it also is weird how they're like well what do you think like they're actually asking each other opinions they're yeah, all on the same think? team hmm. like they're all on the same team you think it has both circles filled out, or is it just yeah, one seven eight circles like, filled out? Uh, well, you got to go by the law, and it's an invalid oh, ballot. Clearly, Sorry, you need to toss the ballot. Throw it in the <laughs> trash. And that ballot is to be tossed out. But she wanted to give it to the Democrats. So then I go get the gentleman who was overseeing the entire absentee ballot counting process while Daniel Baxter was gone. So this gentleman's name, I do not know. I go get him. He's overseeing the entire process while Daniel Baxter is gone. I ask him. He says to the girl. What do you think? It was disgusting. I was enraged, and I simply asked a question. I said, well, why not give it to the Republicans instead of the Democrats? The gentleman began screaming at me, began yelling at me, began telling me that I had no right to talk to her, and he told her to push the ballot through. Whoa. Push it through for Biden. Push it through for Biden, baby. Whoa, just push it through the machine. And prior to that, that same poll worker, a ballot came across the adjudication screen where this voter had voted for Joe Biden and the Green Party presidential candidate. And she gave the vote to Joe Biden. I also saw the ballots show up in the middle of the night. Also, I inquired about the tabulation numbers from the tabulation machine between shift changes. I was denied that information. Ballot in the middle of the night. Didn't we hear that in another state recently? Yeah. The 3.30 a.m. ballot dumps? Yeah. Really odd. We saw a lot of irregular things. This here? is not an anomaly. Just because all of us have different accounts of what we saw, that doesn't make them invalid. And to expect Secretary Benson to actually do something about it is foolhardy. To accept, uh, to accept Dan and Essel to do anything about it would be foolhardy. So we're appealing to you guys to do something about it. Because if our elections aren't fair, then we have no republic left. It's a banana republic. We have nothing. And, and we don't trust the election process. Why do you think a lot of people don't vote? Because they feel it's the big fraud. Yeah, why do you Woo. think there's poll, there's watchers? Like, why do you think there's people challenging? Because we don't trust you. We don't trust people you in power. You can't, trust, you can't trust anyone in power. Unfortunately, any of these people. So, yeah, anyway, uh, you know, Trump's legal team pushing forward with, with lawsuits in all these states. We'll see where things end up. We're starting to see some motion in the Supreme Court. Do I think the election is going to be overturned? I don't. Colin does. We'll see where it goes. We're, I, we're gonna... I think we heard a lot from Trump this week, actually. That brings us into our next segment, yeah. right? We heard a little bit from Trump on Twitter, right? Yeah. We, we got our new segment. Yeah. And those For those of you that are tuned in, uh, last last cast, last podcast, we, we rolled out a new segment. So let's here roll that in here. And now, reading the president's tweets. <laughs> oh, all right, here we go. Yeah, so here we go. We, we got Trump winner. in the studio here with us. Hello, 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 America. Hello, Mr. President. It is um, so, it is my pleasure to be here with you, Colin and Matt. Could you do us a favor and yeah, read yeah. some of your tweets? Oh, it is my pleasure. Here we go. Here's one from nine hours ago. Thank you to at Senator Tom Cotton for the really nice words on all we are doing and have done. We will win. And we will. <laughs> we will win. <laughs> uh, here's one from 21 hours ago. 
Part of an investigation is fake news. It's fake. It is absolutely fake. That's it? That was it? It's just it. <laughs> Six words. I love it. Brief, short, right to the point, Trump. Here's one from 10 hours ago. Big voter fraud hearings today in the great state of Michigan. This election is a far bigger scandal. Open parentheses, all caps lock. Fraud! Exclamation point. <laughs> close parenthesis than anyone would have thought. Hyphen, not even close. Watch today. Wow, I like the way you read, Trump. You even read the, uh, the caps uh, I'm lock. I'm getting worked everything. up. I'm getting worked up. Uh, rigged election show signatures and envelopes expose the massive voter fraud in Georgia. What is Secretary of State and at Brian Kemp GA afraid of? They know what they'll find. They know. They do. They know what they'll find. Like <laughs> nothing you've ever seen before. The fraud of it's all frauds. The most fraud, maybe. Most recently. Just one hour ago, just before I entered the studio here in Arizona, it turns out that 3% of the votes cast in the 100 count vote sampling were tainted or worse. This would be, if carried forward, approximately 90,000 votes more than we would need to win the state. Now we were granted a much larger sample to work with. Wow! Ooh, wow! That, that so we're gonna be news. we're gonna be working through this sample, and we're gonna be calling out the fraud in Arizona, and in Pennsylvania, and in Michigan, and in Georgia. Now you're just now you're just going off on your own. The the, the tweets are done, Matt. They're done. Stuck with. They're the voice. done. Yeah, I just uh, uh, rigged election. The more I do it, the more I want to make it my regular voice. Oh, that'd kind be sweet. Get the oh, get like vocal man. cord surgery where you just sound like Trump constantly. That would be cool. I don't think I need it. I just need to, I mean, I sound a little bit like him anyway. Um, so here we go. Uh, what do we got left, man? We, we're talking about Governor Cuomo. Oh, my God. What oh, is the, yeah. What is the deal this with that? This happened a little while back, but Cuomo what is won the deal a, with that? Cuomo won an Emmy? Like, what's going on? What is on? going on? Cuomo For his a- outstanding performance during the pandemic, you know, they yeah. were talking about his character development and all this stuff. And I, I got to hand it to him. It was very dramatic. All of his press conferences were very dramatic. Kind of funny at times. I laughed little, at them. He had his little PowerPoint presentation. They were funny. Some of them were pretty funny. Some of the points. What I found, though, is that they're just condescending. You know, that patronization Wicked of your... condescending. I mean, those are your constituents. Those are people that voted for you and you're patronizing them. You're making them feel like they're... The way he talks so slow all the time and spells everything out. Want me to do my Cuomo? Oh, dude, you need to do it. I let's, let's, let's have a little conversation. You don't do what you need to do. I I allow you to do what you're going to do. Okay. False. False. Uh, no, you Mr. Them Trump. To do nothing. I bl- I blame Trump for they every do. failure I've ever had. Yeah, I've been saying that not for the last five COVID, years. COVID, not I'm being just blamed COVID. since before I was even in office. But I I blame the. F- we need more help from the federal government. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. It's not my fault. You I, have more I, ventilators than you have people in Mr. New York. Mr. Trump, I'm, you're mistaken. It was you GM that, delivered them directly to Mr. you. Mr. Trump, do you remember when you sent those poor COVID patients into the nursing homes? Na- that 
Oh yeah, Do that was that, yeah. I remember that? that. Yeah, yeah. No, that was you, you Cuomo. Did that that in... was, I just sent a big ship, and no, I gave you doctors, no, no, no and I gave you way. ventilators, no and I gave way. you met face masks, and I went to Paris, and I stopped a, a plane right on the tarmac, I, and I grabbed the masks, and I, I brought them to back tell... to the, the masks were back here in America in a record Trump time, so, like nothing uh, ever seen so before. Ridiculous. I want to tell the New Yorkers. That we we did not do that. That was Trump. I did not False. sign an executive order. Lies. Oh, I, I actually, I, now that I think False. about it, I did, and I, I won an I won an Lies. Emmy for it. I, I'm very appreciative of the the Hollywood. Uh, I won I won the enemy. I'm actually I wrote a book about how well I did. COVID. I, I I just can't even. I you know I, I I never even won one in The Apprentice. Can you believe that, people? Can you believe that, people? Hollywood? You, will you just like me, please? Please, Hollywood. I'm begging you, please. It's because you didn't Will you just like me, Hollywood? It. No. Just like me, Hollywood. Lock your doors. Hide your kids. Hide Cole, your well, wife. You used to love me. We're you used to love me. New Everybody York. in New York used to love me. Now I can't even. I don't even want to go to New York anymore. You got you people. I just too much. All right, that went on. Way oh too long. God! If, if you wanted to take it that far. Jeez. So yeah, that was our Cuomo uh, impression. But yeah, come on, this guy. This guy what literally killed. He killed old people. Kill low people. He sent COVID patients into nursing homes. Unreal. Like the most vulnerable place in 25,000. 25,000. The Navy ship, the Navy ship, the new hospital that was sent to to New York. Wasn't used. No, it was used. It was used for healthy people that didn't have COVID. Yeah, you want to send the. They COVID sent people, people with there. COVID yeah. onto the ship. That is not what the intention of the ship was. The ship was there, isolate them. They're literally not even on land at this point. Shows how dumb these leaders are. Like it's these people are not qualified. It's unbelievable. Not qualified. Not, not qualified. qualified. You're unqualified, unqualified, Mr. You have been dequalified by de-qualified. the people. And hey, I want to bring this up. I really think that there should be special elections for situations like this. If, if there's an uprising of people against the governor in, in these types of situations, I think the people should be able to petition to get a special vote to vote people out of office. They can. I think if you can get a two-thirds, two-thirds of your population together on a petition that you can hold a Our special shit. election to re-elect someone else. I think that get should be out. a thing. Don't you think? Get them out. Because it's still democracy. Still democracy. If you got two thirds of the people against you, and you know he does, it was close on Get him Raimondo. I think she's the first governor in history to win uh, an election with less than forty percent of the vote. That that's fact. Yeah, she less than forty percent weaseled her way in, huh? Got her way in there. They went out a runoff in Georgia. Weasel. She Have never you ever seen won. her in person. I heard I she's like she's four feet tall. Tiny dude. I saw her she's at a. It was the Gatsby Day Parade in Cranston a couple of years ago. Her husband's a little guy, too. Uh, yeah, she's tiny, and she... Uh, I'm not even going to get into my feelings on the governor. I, I respect her for her duties, and, and we'll leave it at that. Um, Are we? Anyway. Do we have another segment today? What, what, did we, what did we say in the beginning of the show? Man, you, we talked I about forget. President Trump. We talked about businesses rebelling. We've talked about Cuomo. Oh, um, you no, we wanted to play Trump's up. Uh, Trump's bite. He had something to say today. Oh, yeah. Why yeah, don't we do yeah. that? Because Trump, Trump has a little something for you. The He's real Trump this time. This is the real Trump. This is not the fake Trump. You are not. The fake not news. Trump. Do not believe I am, anything. I am Cuomo, and I know you are not Trump. No, but this is the real Trump, and this is him giving uh, an address earlier this evening. Thank you. This may be the most important speech I've ever made. I want to provide an update on our ongoing efforts to expose the tremendous voter fraud and irregularities which took place during the ridiculously long November 3rd elections. We used to have 
what was called Election Day. Now we have Election Days, weeks and months, and lots of bad things happened during this ridiculous period of time, especially when you have to prove almost nothing to exercise our greatest privilege, the right to vote. As President, I have no higher duty than to defend the laws and the Constitution of the United States. That is why I am determined to protect our election system, which is now under coordinated assault and siege. For months leading up to the presidential election, we were warned that we should not declare a premature victory. We were told repeatedly that it would take weeks, if not months, to determine the winner, to count the absentee ballots, and to verify the results. My opponent was told to stay away from the election. Don't campaign. We don't need you. We've got it. This election is done. In fact, they were acting like they already knew what the outcome was going to be. They had it covered, and perhaps they did, very sadly for our country. It was all very, very strange. Within days after the election, we witnessed an orchestrated effort to anoint a winner even while many key states were still being counted. The constitutional process must be allowed to continue. We are going to defend the honesty of the vote by ensuring that every legal ballot is counted and that no illegal ballot is counted. This is not just about honoring the votes of 74 million Americans who voted for me. It's about ensuring that Americans can have faith in this election and in all future elections. So as I just said, let the constitutional <laughs> process continue to play out. Dude, for real though, um, one or two things happening here. Either this guy is absolutely destroying his legacy or he's telling the truth. And I don't know which way to Have go. Have you ever right heard now. him not tell the truth? I, I don't know, man. He's uh, he's pretty straightforward. He's not bullshitting anyone. But I think we're ending on that note. It's Dude, tired. Matt had been, been here uh, eight hours. This has been the shortest done. episode we've done yet. Yeah, um, it took eight hours to get here for some reason. Yeah, it took, took, took a while. We just hit 30 minutes. It so. took you a while. It yeah, it took, took me a, me a while. while. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Episode 11, Rhode Island Reds, the podcast. It is the fastest growing Republican podcast in the state of Rhode Island because we are the only, or I think we're the only <laughs> Republican, Republican podcast, podcast in the state of Rhode, Rhode Island. Island. I think we're the only Republicans in Rhode Island. <laughs> Jesus, we're definitely the only Republicans uh, in my garage right now, and we are definitely <laughs> the only Republicans in our friends group. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Enjoy this Let's outro. Leave. This is going to be freaking awesome. Oh, freaking awesome! Freaking Fre awesome! Freaking awesome! Have a good night. Um,